0: Hello, hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to another episode of Young, Confused and Well Read. I'm so happy to have you back and I am also very excited to talk about today's topic which is love and my story with love and as always we're gonna get more into that at the core of the episode. But let's start with our weekly chit-chat. I honestly have to say I've just got a boost of motivation to record today's episode and I thought, you know, I have to sit down right now to do it because in the last few weeks I have been struggling to record my episodes and it has been stressing me a bit because when I'm at university, I have this set day when I record so I know that I have to use you know a certain amount of time that day for the podcast but while I'm at home I'm kind of struggling with that because I don't have that sad day anymore and so I record all over the place and it can be kind of stressful for me because I don't want to forget an episode So when this motivation comes, I need to grab it by the collar and actually do it because I love the podcast, I love doing it, but you know, as I was saying, it's been stressing me lately and that obviously is nothing that I want, so this is the perfect timing to record. I think the problem is that after I record, I usually edit right away and that obviously takes a lot of time because you see I record like these 40-minute episodes and then I have to listen to it all over again. And usually they're a bit longer because I add little stuff out. Um, and so it is kind of time consuming, then uploading, etc. And don't get me wrong, I love doing it and I wouldn't change it for the world. But if you're already stressed to get a new episode up, that can be kind of more stressful. So... I'm just sitting down now and actually just record it and then i'm going to edit it tomorrow because it is quite late already and i don't want to spend my entire evening and night just editing the podcast and since i actually had planned to do it tomorrow that is perfect because then i can just use the time to edit and it's not stressing me as much I also mentioned this because I have been getting the cutest messages and even though it's not a lot, it's just a few, it's the nicest and loveliest things ever. People have posting the podcast in their story or just messaging me, talking with me about what I said in an episode or just thanking me and I know I keep repeating myself but this literally warms my heart and it gives me like a purpose because when I started this podcast, I actually just did it for myself, which I'm still doing because all I am putting out here is stuff that I want to talk about and I want to put out, and that is also why I'm really passionate about this project. And I would still see it as, you know, this personal, maybe little diary I put out in the world because. I'm apparently egocentric and I like talking a lot but now actually having people listening and enjoying the podcast is honestly so wholesome and I can't even express how crazy this feels to me and it's insane I'm so happy and thankful so if you're listening again thank you so much that you actually care about what I have to say apparently And I'm also so happy that, you know, my friends and family members actually take the time each week to listen to an episode, which is crazy because, I mean, they already talk to me a lot usually and then they get extra 40 minutes of me just talking to myself. So just wanted to put this out here in case you maybe are struggling or feeling alone or even like this feeling of struggling with things that you actually enjoy doing, which is like the craziest thing to me, but it happens to me all the time because I put so much pressure on it and then I get to enjoy the things less than I usually would, which is so annoying, but I'm feeling really good about the podcast at the moment and that's also why I think, you know, the topic for the episode is perfect, but let's actually dive right in with my weekly reflections and start with the three things I'm grateful for. I started with the very clever, bullet point language and when i put that down i was thinking about the opportunity of learning a new language one of my 2022 goals if you have been listening to that episode is to learn spanish or to actually relearn spanish because i took spanish in school for four or five years and i remember very little of it so I've set myself a goal of doing a little bit of Spanish each day and I have been doing pretty well (laughs) so far even though the first few days of the new year have been quite busy. I have managed to learn a little bit and I'm trying to keep it up and I'm really excited for that and for obviously I'm gonna study it by myself. I'm not gonna you know take a course Um, But, you know, there are a lot of resources that I can use and I'm really thankful for that. Another thing that I put down are emotions, which I'm currently having a love-hate relationships with my emotions and I'm trying to explain this, but I might be doing another episode on it. I have several ideas for an episode about emotions, but I'm a very emotional person and I'm so grateful that I am because it lets me experience, I feel like, the world in a very intense way, which can be really beautiful, um, but obviously also (laughs) very hard, because by feeling everything so vividly, it can, you know, get, I don't want to say dangerous, but, you know, more difficult for you, because when you're sad, you are extremely sad, but also when you're happy, you're just extremely happy, which is great, and I've been struggling with one thing at the moment with myself, is that I have this thing because I feel emotions so strongly that sometimes I feel like my emotions take over in a way that I feel like it's not sustainable or healthy for me and I try to work on it but I just think Obviously, I cannot change the person I am. I can just not stop me feeling these emotions. And I don't know how to handle these situations because sometimes, you know, things happen and maybe I feel mistreated, even though it's not really like that. But because I feel emotions so strongly, there's like, it's hard for me to like step back. And it takes me a while to, you know, actually step back and reflect. And even though I think I'm good in doing this, I just wish that sometimes I was a bit more you know objective and calm about things but you know I also wanted to put this on the gratitude list because I'm grateful that I have these emotions and I can feel them so strongly because I know there are people out there who are struggling with that and having emotions will always be amazing and always be hard that's just the way that it is and you know kind of connected to that po- topic, I put experience the little things in life. I feel like I'm somebody who loves, you know, the little things in her day and it's so great to have them and to have them implemented into my routine, like my morning coffee or that I meditate right after I wake up or the way that my breakfast tastes. Um, the way that the sun, you know, is rising or what it feels like to wake up in a warm cozy bed, you know, that's what I mean and I really love that I notice these things and, you know, that is the thing that actually makes me experience, you know, a happy and wholesome life at the moment and with that, I think we're moving to what I have been up to, you know, um, I'm recording this a few days after the new year, and I have done a little shopping trip with my parents, which was kind of my after birthday celebration. We kind of had to reschedule it. My birthday was in November, and now it's January, but it was great, and it was a great day, and I like going shopping with my parents and just looking around, um, having fun, I've also been able to see my friends, I visited my friend that I did the Europe trip with, which was lovely and it was so fun, you know, talking about what is going on in our lives. And we also played some games. It was so funny because I haven't done this in literally years since I was so funny to play with a friend and um, i got really passionate with these games in a very hilarious way and um that was really cool and I've also been seeing you know one of my best friends and we already have seen each other like three times and she's going home not home she's going back to her university town tomorrow and we actually met up today and I'm a bit sorry because I got a vaccine yesterday and I'm feeling a bit rubbish and I think she could tell because it was like the whole time I was like oh my god like I'm so tired I have a headache but it was so fun, and with her I have like the best laughs, so, Like we can laugh about everything together, and we have the funniest conversations jump from one topic to another, and it, it's hilarious. She always brightens my mood, so that's really great. And again, spending time with my parents. And yesterday I had like a very projective day where I got a lot of things across of my to do. I went to the dentist. Like, I kind of got a vaccine. I got some photos taken for my new passport, you know, just a big to-do day and it always feels so good when things are done. So obviously, I always have like a little bit of more uninteresting things going on. And yes, I've been trying to start off with my new habits for the year. I uh, started to studying Spanish again, just, you know, trying to start the year strong. And it's been good so far. <laughs> so what am I looking forward to? is, you know, more time at home. I think I still have, yeah, two weeks going before I go back to university and I really want to value them. Then also learning more Spanish, learning more things, you know, really getting into the new habits I want to form because I kind of have a goal to, you know, brighten the things that I want to learn about that, you know, I'm enjoying and really want to use my time for that. (laughs) I've also been loving to read, like, i mean last year you could tell with like the last um podcast that gotten up been loving that so reading is always a nice thing to do writing as well because i've just had kind of a boost of motivation so that's also a thing and maybe being able to see a bit more of my friends depending on how many are still here because university is starting for them again but i still have some things who are still living at home so I might be able to also see them and on this very positive note I think it's perfect to start with the episode about love. So a little disclaimer at the start. I think this is going to be a very personal episode for me because love or the topic of romantic love is something that I have been struggling with a bit. But I wanted to do this episode anyway, and I hope it still leaves you on a positive vibe um, because there's nothing too negative I have here to discuss. Just wanted to start off by saying that and telling you that, yes, I'm gonna talk probably more about the romantic type of love than any kind of other type of love, which is like, you know, I have an episode on self-love, there's like love you have for family members and friends... And then, you know, you have the romantic love, which is probably something that most people start to think about when they think about love. And then, obviously, when you think about romantic love, you have, you know, your first love, you have your soulmate kind of love, etc, etc, etc. And I think what I'm going to talk about is, you know, the pressure around this idea. And what this pressure kind of did to me and what I let it do to me, actually. So I think when I say, you know, there's a pressure around love, you all kind of get what I'm saying, because there's this big idea of this romantic kind of love that gets kind of projected on us from very early on. It's in all the movies, it's in all the books, and obviously when I say all, it's not in all of them, but I'm exaggerating a bit here. And it's get pushed on us that, you know, kind of the purpose of life is to find your true love and to you know, be happy and live happily ever after. And I cannot imagine maybe, because I feel like this love, usually it I mean, it's changing is very heteronormative. And I cannot imagine what it's like for people who don't, you know, align with that belief, which is, a lot of people, and obviously that's why it's wrong, but, you know, this idea nonetheless gets pushed on us, and it's very problematic in a lot of ways, because not everybody falls in love at 16, not everybody falls in love with a boy or girl, some people don't want a relationship, people love differently, it feels different for everybody, and that's why I think, you know, the whole expectation around it is very Or can be very damaging because what I have experienced is that there's also people who you know enter a relationship at a certain part of their life just to be in a relationship, just to you know have it crossed off your list. And like you know, I'm 16, I'm in a relationship, and that doesn't always have to do with love. I mean, some people you know fall in love with 16, they may find their love of their life and they live happily ever after, but that's not most of us, and that's not the majority even. And I have seen, you know, some of my friends or just people that I know just jumping from one relationship to another because, you know, maybe they couldn't be alone or because they felt like this is what they had to do. I've never did it because I had this very, very, very romantic idea of love and I have been obsessed with that idea. Now, let's just say I've been obsessed. It was kind of like my whole being with this idea of love since i was like 11 since i've started reading you know books where love was you know a topic and it fascinated me so much and it i really craved you know being able to fall in love and feeling this feeling but i wanted it to be true i didn't want to have a boyfriend just to have it i wanted it to be the real thing and spoiler alert that never happened it didn't happen till now i have never been in love I had crushes on boys and maybe some of these crushes could have been real true love but it never went that far and I have expectations for love and some of these expectations might be wrong but I need to find out myself but there's this thing you know I I wouldn't say that I'm picky and I don't like this idea of being picky about relationships because in the end, I think you cannot necessarily control who you fall in love with. But on the other side, why would I choose somebody who would not make me happy? And it's like, what I'm expecting is basically the bare minimum. Like, I want them to be a decent person, you know, and people you know, because I've never really had a relationship, even though there might have been boys out there who I would have tried it with. Um, people said, I'm too picky, which I was like, no, I'm not. If if you want let, to, let's just say, if you want to get married, would you just take anybody or would you actually want somebody who's good for you and where you can be good for them? And that's, you know, what I wanted. And that's what I said, you know, I had this really romanticized idea of love, but I also think it's not the worst way to go in because you actually want to spend the life with somebody you actually like and who actually likes you and you go well together. And that doesn't mean that you're super similar, it can be the opposite, but. I hope you get what I'm saying. And probably people who are in a relationship and who are in a loving relationship probably could explain this way better than I can. But let's just hope you you get it. I just didn't like that people, you know, actually started blaming me for not being in a relationship because I was the problem. Um, when, you know, I cannot program my feelings to just fall for anybody. That just wasn't the case. You know, I had crushes and boys, but some of these crushes, you know, turned out to be an absolute bummer. And that was because that was not their boy's fault. It was because I projected an idea I had of them on them. And I was having a crush on the idea of them, but not on them. And when I actually got to meet them or actually figured it out, I realized, oh... (sighs) that's not working because I actually don't like who they really are and I think that is something that maybe people can understand because maybe you have a crush on somebody you keep seeing, you think they're gorgeous and you have this idea about them in your head, like this very romanticized perfect idea and then you actually got to meet this person and you get closer but they are not like that at all. They are not what they were like in your head, and you're disappointed, and you realize it's not what I thought it would be. Um, and that's also what I keep saying with you know, you have certain expectations. But I also think that these expectations, and it's not my expectation for you having to be a decent person to be with me, or for me to let you be with me, you know, as like a self defense mechanism. <laughs> It's also that I think I have this idea and these ideas, they protect me in a way and to also protect me from letting, as I was saying, people to close. But let's say the negative side is I think even though I want it and I would want a relationship and I've been wanting it for so, so long and that was like the one thing I wished (laughs) would happen and it didn't, I think that I also am afraid of having one because I'm afraid of it not being the way that I thought it would be. And I'm, I think I'm not ready to let go of that idea yet. And I think that's also part of the problem because falling in love with somebody that will 100% not be perfect because nobody is and who would fight with, who would not match me with like 100% accuracy, that is scary for me. And it's also scary to, you know, let my guard down and let it happen. And I think to let my feelings let go and to lose control and to trust somebody like that because I don't want to get hurt, you know? And I think realizing that is also maybe realizing why it didn't work before. Because even though I have not met somebody that I think, you know, I would really fall in love with, even though there might have been people, this is also... I wouldn't say part of the problem but part of why it didn't happen yet and it's not because I'm picky it's because I'm maybe not ready yet and that's okay and I feel like because there's this pressure of you have to fall in love at 16 or whatever you know I'm just making this up this is like not a statistic or anything um we feel like when this doesn't happen we're running out of time something's wrong with us and I feel that I'm like maybe there's something wrong with me but I don't want it to be. I, I don't want to sit here and maybe people listening, you know, that have a similar problem think, oh, so there's something wrong with me too. No, we're all different. We all have different timings. We all, we're not alike. And let's just say how many people are in a relationship just to be in a relationship that has nothing to do with love. And being in a relationship has nothing to do with how mature you are. I think one problem that I had is that I placed so much value on it and I felt like I could never be, you know, valuable or complete until I have that relationship, until I have that somebody who really truly loves me. And the problem that I have with that is because I placed so much value on it, I thought everybody else would. So when somebody made a comment about me not having a relationship, it hurt me a lot. Because even though maybe it was just a side remark, which I still think, you know, it's not nice, but for them, maybe it was a joke or it was funny or it was not that big of a deal. To me, it was. To me, it really was because, you know, I place so much value on it and I I kind of let go of it, which I'm really happy about because I don't think that I'm less valuable to my friends or to people who are in a relationship. And I've come to peace with that. But I wasn't at peace with it all the time. And I felt like a failure for not being able to love, for not being able to find the right person. And I have never been the only single girl in a friendship group. But there were also people out there who got me the feeling that there was something wrong with me. And as somebody who was already, you know, kind of vulnerable in that part, it's it's not nice if people make comments about it i want to tell you a few stories maybe you can resonate with it and the first story is not really a story but it was about a friend that i had a friendship follow with and i'm not getting into too much detail but the you know idea that i've gotten from her or that also me and other friends that were friends with her gotten from her is that she felt like she was better because she was the only one who had a relationship And she really, you know, she made comments about her being more mature because she had that relationship and us being, in that sense, less valuable. And that obviously hurt me very much because I was already vulnerable at that point and she knew it because I told her, which is obviously not great if you open up to a friend and you tell them, you know, that's something I'm actually vulnerable about, actually, you know, really vulnerable about and they use it against you. But... Um, I also know that it was only able to hurt me because I let it and because I put so much pressure on myself and that was great. (laughs) And that's why I'm also saying you're not less valuable if you're not in a relationship and nobody's better than you just because you are. And it doesn't make you more mature if you're dating somebody that's, there's no proof to that. And if somebody's saying that or pretending like that is the case, it's wrong. Um, I have never actually met somebody who was more mature because they were in a relationship. I think that's a myth, so don't worry about it and find your own timing. That's actually really mature. Not letting yourself pressure from other people, I guess. The other story is maybe a bit more fun, but I think I have told it already, but I'm gonna tell you again because it fits perfectly into this episode. And I don't want you to go, you know, through all the episodes and figure out where I said it, because I'm not even sure I did, but I think I did. But let's move on. And it was also not the greatest moment of my life, but we were at a party and we were playing a game, and it was kind of like who's most likely to? And maybe if you played that game before, you know that sometimes it can get a bit hurtful. And you know what I won was most likely to end up forever alone as a cat lady. And probably every other person who wouldn't have a problem with, you know, that and just thought it was funny. (laughs) Some people would maybe even say, yes, I love that. But for me, that was really hurtful because even, you know, surprise, surprise, some of my friends voted for me on that, which is obviously always lovely. (laughs) Because, you know, if people vote for you on that, they actually have that idea of you. And even though it was just about, it was a game, but but what was projected on me was that I'm unlovable, nobody would want me, and that would make me doomed to be alone forever. And that's not a nice thing you should tell somebody. Because even though I was already pressuring myself with, you know, not being good enough, or not being valuable enough, this didn't make it better, (laughs) and I just maybe, I just maybe want to address this to people who maybe are in a relationship and don't struggle with this, please watch out what you're saying, because there are so many people out there, even if they're not showing it, who are struggling with this, because we are kind of, you know, what the world tells us is that we need to struggle with this, like that we need to worry about it, and that our goal should be being in love, and therefore, I think, um, we should be careful, and we should actually watch out what we're saying, and, well, that's just the thing that I want to say, and even now, I'm not struggling with that comment anymore, because all that I learned is that people who, you know, point their finger at somebody probably have it worse, and that what everybody else says about me is not, you know, my problem, and it's, it doesn't matter, um, I just want to put it out there and and tell you this, which is also the reason why I was struggling, and this is why I think it's part of the episode. As I was also already saying, the reason why I'm not in a relationship is not because I think I'm that unlovable, (laughs) or, you know, it's probably also because I haven't met the right person and that's okay but it's also because I'm somebody who's super quick to just I don't want to say judge but like to just see the faults of somebody the flaws and just be like nope this is not gonna work and that's obviously not helpful if you want to start trusting people find relationships but I also think you know why would I you know settle for less and I think if love is coming and I don't know it yet (laughs) I think I'm gonna know and it's gonna feel right and I I'm worried. I'm worried it's not gonna happen. I'm worried it's taking years. But on the other hand I am comfortable with being single. I mean I mean I'm used to being single, but it's it's not that I'm crying myself to sleep or that I'm super that I'm spending like all my day thinking about when it's gonna happen. But obviously I'm 20, never been in a relationship and people probably would look at me weirdly if they know, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm doing this episode to tell you there's nothing wrong with that, and if somebody believes there's something wrong with that, I don't want to sound rude, but then there's something wrong with them. Everybody has their own timing. I don't care how old you are. I know that you probably feel pressured, maybe not about love, but maybe about something else, and i tell you, you shouldn't life is different for everybody everybody has a different timing life a different storyline and no matter what people tell you no matter what you tell yourself you are lovable and you deserve love we all do and you know just because I'm not in a romantic relationship or I didn't have romantic feelings for anybody yet my life isn't loveless. I have the love for my parents, I have the love for my friends and my family members and I have so much love for them and I want to spend my energy on that and on that feeling and maybe you want to do that too and focus on the good. My goal for 2023 therefore is to also be more open and meet more people and maybe, you know, maybe meet somebody I actually really like and it could work out with. But if that's not happening, so be it. I cannot change my feelings and I shouldn't try to. I shouldn't pressure myself too much. And I don't think there's something wrong with me because I know know why all of this is. And it's okay, I think. It's okay because I know that I'm able to feel love. And if I'm not ready yet, then I'm not ready yet. And if you're already ready, then let's go. And I think I still have so much to learn and so much to experience and life is so wide and I have so many opportunities that I don't want to waste my time worrying and feeling bad about myself and being angry at people for being rude to me about certain things because that's not helpful. So I want to send you all out a big hug. And just so you know, there are people out there who love you and who appreciate you and you are valuable. And there are people out there who acknowledge that. And these are the ones you should, you know, care about and should let into your heart. And that is very important. And again, we all are different and we should celebrate that instead of, you know, worrying why our life doesn't look like the life of somebody else. Because everybody has things they're struggling with And if they're not struggling with one thing, they might be struggling with another thing. And comparison is not helping us. And we should focus on the love we have and we can feel at the moment. And that's what is really valuable. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. And I hope I'm not going to hear you, but you're going to hear me in the next episode or maybe if you have not listened to all the other episodes i have up feel free to check some of them out if you're interested or feel free to follow me on any other social media channels i have it's all linked in the show notes but don't feel any pressure and if you like the podcast i would be so excited if you could give it a five-star review but if you don't enjoy it, just click off and click on something else you actually would enjoy. Um, I really appreciate all of your support, all your love and everything. And I hope you're feeling loved as well right now and that you have a good day, a good week or even a good month. And obviously don't forget to stay young, confused and well-read. See you soon guys.